baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, what is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve V. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas this week. On this episode, episode 227, I decided to do sort of a mashup and mix up a couple of my favorite interviews that occurred in 2020. And boy, did we have a lot of episodes and interviews while adding in two live shows. One was called Sex with Stevie that we kind of merged into the other show that we added called Tags Live on the Get Vocal platform every Wednesday night. So now we just have the two, the one live show every Wednesday night and then of course Tags Podcast every Tuesday. But I was able to get a lot of interviews out during the summer and fall, and I put together both this week and next week, I've mashed up some of my favorites, and on this episode, you'll hear from Sebastian Lacaz, taken straight out of episode 191. Interesting note on this, it was our premiere episode of Tags Live with Cody Maurice Doggett. Sebastian's a friend to the show, has a podcast Chasing Happy, as well as some short films that he just released, all really exhilarating. I love Chasing Happy. I encourage you, after you listen to this interview, to check it out. And after Sebastian, I pulled, extracted my our interview with Brian Bennett, also taken from the Tags Live series. And Brian Bennett created the Port of Glory. An interesting note on Brian, he reached out to me uh, and created a YouTube video, a private YouTube video, pitching why he might be a good guest to talk about his new portable glory hole, the Port of Glory. Well, didn't take much for me to book him, and you'll hear the inspiration, how it works, and lastly, how you can get one and get $20 off. Lastly on this episode, where I'm putting back our sexy gift guide that my hosts Jeremy and Lincoln and myself put together for you filled with great deals and discounts and holiday ideas 
but that are still useful going into the new year. So have a listen to that. Let's kick things off from episode 191. It's our interview with Sebastian Lacoste. Hey, Sebastian Lacoste. You, I <laughs> Thank Hi. you. Can you hear me? Because I'm using like my new Yeti mic. Oh, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a podcaster now. Right, right, right. Um, meet, uh, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, welcome our special guest, the host of the brand new podcast, Chasing Happy. He's on episode three. You can blast a little bit. I'm going to pour a glass crisp wine, as he says, as Sebastian tells us to do in his podcast, um, which I love. Yeah, that's really struggling about your podcast. It's like you try to make this this like warm, uh, inviting space uh, for everybody. And it's just so lovely. Oh yeah, my, so my pleasure. Yeah, that's what, that just kind of, you know, just kind of just happened. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should just like continue to do that every episode. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Can, <laughs> like yeah. Setting the tone. I love the show so much. And can we just, before we get into the show, the format of the show, I absolutely love, love. The, from the music to what we were talking about to get yourself get in, in some cool sheets is is really but it's an essentially a narrative podcast about your life and it how did you decide on that format um honestly i didn't decide it just kind of unfolded on its own i um yeah, the first episode just kind of happened. And then I realized that that's what I was doing. Like I had sort of started off with sort of like, um, I don't know, like an idea of something or it's just um, almost, it turned out to be like the theme in a way of like what the episode was going to be about. And then it launched into the story. And then I kind of, I wrapped it up with like closing thoughts, but it all just kind of happened. Um, organically in that first episode. And then I just kind of was like, oh, that's great. I'll just follow that template. Um, well, one of the things, I don't know, Cody, if you listen to it, but the very first, yeah, I know you did, yeah. And so one of the first things I was really struck with that you tell us in, I think it's the opening episode one, is that all of this came about during this quarantine, during the pandemic. And I think you have a date, I wrote it down April 26. And you essentially were kind of looking for some footage to supply to somebody that was going to, uh, about showgirls. You were in the film Showgirls. And yeah. you, back in the day in the 90s, you had, he, he was, I know, he's got his history. Um, he had did this sort of behind the scenes with all his other castmates. And he liked, it was a documentary, I'm using air quotes right now, but that's his. Yeah, so did I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I would love to see it. I'm sure it was really awesome. But so you, I, I, I think the story is, is somebody was asking, hey, hey, could you get some of that footage? It'd be fun to revisit, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you know, if you could supply some of that old footage and you went back to look at that and you thought you were just gonna go over some fun video footage and in that process on April 26, you were looking at your old self, your 23 year old self, and so many things triggered, which ultimately led to Chasing Happy. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, well, I had been talking to you actually. We had been having a bunch of conversations because I was like, I think I want to do 
a podcast and it was called something different before it was called the search for meaningful sex right with um that's where it was that's where it had started and um and i was also doing another writing project where i was writing this series that was sort of based on my life and I was still trying to figure out like how, how, like what was my angle on this podcast? Like I still hadn't figured out like what, how am I doing this? And um, then I remembered um, that moment early on in the um, quarantine when I went all these like kind of come into focus so that seemed like a, a really great launching off moment to like launch into um the podcast so basically what happened was i had loaned this these this documentary filmmaker this footage to transfer so that they could use it for their documentary and they um transferred it onto a hard drive and then gave it to me and this was like i i was sitting on it for like over a year, like this was almost two years maybe because I got into my old apartment and it was just sitting on a hard drive and I just never really, I was like, I, I just didn't feel the need to like go look at it. But this one night, <laughs> April 26th yeah. or whatever it was that I mentioned. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, let's, um, oh, that's, that'll be good. Let me let me um, pull out that hard drive and I'll, I'll look at that footage. Like that'll be, that'll be fun. And yeah, as soon as I put it in, and then I just was seeing my myself at 23 years old, it just triggered me, and um, I was just like not enjoying it at all. Really, I was it was fun watching the dancing and stuff, but like watching myself interact with people, and and um, it was my camera, so I was I was setting up the shots, and I had a remote control even that I was zooming in on and stuff. But I was just so aware that I was being filmed, and I don't know, everything just looks so forced to me and i could just see myself trying so hard and it just took me back to that time in my life and it just started bringing up a whole bunch of old emotion and old um like thought pattern and i was like i think i actually finished it though i, I kind of like made myself finish and i went through and then i just went to bed and then the next day i woke up and I, you know, I meditate every morning and I have my, my practice in the morning, did that. And it was going about my day and I was still like, something was just off. And then I was like, I knew I, I kept thinking about that tape. I was like, you know what it is. It's like, you still, you have issues about like looking at your young self. So then I was just like, okay, because I've had this prep meditation practice in place for like four years, I knew that like what I needed to do was focus on it not ignore it so i was like okay and um and this is stuff i mentioned in the first episode but as the universe does it just sort of like guides you and leaves little um breadcrumbs for you i had just received this um email with this forgiveness exercise from this um ziva meditation who's um this woman that i know from like broadway who like moved into meditation and now has like this huge meditation empire but she's had sent this forgiveness exercise to people on the mailing list and all whatever. So it was just in my mailbox. And I was like, Oh, let me look at that. So it was just an exercise and I got quiet and I listened to the exercise and it takes you through all this stuff and you can either choose to forgive yourself or like a public figure or someone in your life. And I chose 
my younger self. So it just walks you through all these things and you forgive yourself at a really young age when you're like three, because it's really easy yeah. to forgive yourself when you're three. And then you like, um, go and you um, forgive yourself when you're like 80 on your deathbed. It's really easy to forgive someone when they're about to die. And then you go back to sitting across from whatever, whoever the person is for me, it was my 23 year old self and you're sitting across from them and you look them in the eyes and you ha you say, I forgive you, and that you were doing the best you could with the tools that you had. Wow. I was like, uh, I, that oh, like hit me right now, Cody, can you totally, uh... yeah. Yeah, to think of it that way of like, you know, my 23-year-old my self was doing the best that he could. And so I needed to be able to like, love that part of me. And that's something I realized before I did the forgiveness exercise was that I realized that I a, hated that younger version of myself and that I needed to accept and love that part of myself. Like I couldn't just be happy with where I am now and love who I am now. Like it's all a part of me. And I, and to really integrate all of that energy because energy, like old repressed emotion, it's lives in the body. And that's why we get triggered by certain things when someone like maybe says something to us that we don't like or doesn't like our outfit or just little things that trigger us. They're all attached to like deep rooted emotions that we don't even realize that we just get triggered and then we're pissed off and we're mad at somebody. We don't even know why we're acting that way. And it's like subconscious emotions that create unconscious behavior. Like we're not even aware of it. We just, and this is actually something that I touch on in my, the next episode. It's like, we just, we just take it like, oh, this is just who I am. I am this person, I react this way, but not realizing that that reaction is actually attached to like some trauma. And like, if you need, you need to like take some time. <clears throat> and first of all, you need to be aware of it. Cause if you're not aware of it, you don't know and you're just walking through life. But once you become aware of it, that's when you can sort of separate from it and then be able to like go in and start doing some healing and sort of, you have to be able to accept it because it's energy that's like taking away from you to be able to like focus on things that you want. It's sucking energy from you. So when we go in and we, what's called alchemize that energy, like spiritual alchemy, meaning that you like go in and you, you transform it into light. You take the dark and you transform it into light by looking at it and facing it and feeling it. Like that's the thing too. Like I realize, it's about feeling that emotion. Like we sometimes we that's what it means to be like you gotta you gotta feel it. You have to feel that emotion because when you repress it, it sits there and it triggers you. So then you can feel it so that you can work that energy through your body and out. So then once it's out, then that energy that you can reclaim and use it to then focus on stuff yeah. that you want to focus on and create yeah, I think you life say that you, you want can to intellectualize create. something, but to actually feel it and internally is a completely different thing. Cody, I don't know what resonated with you or what did you want to ask Sebastian about his, what you listened to? It's just also amazing. Um, when I listened to the show, there was like a huge, like 90s nostalgia that struck me. I, like I was wanted to know about like your thought process about that and intentional and unintentional. Say that again, my thought process about- The 90s nostalgia that was in, that's so prevalent in the, in the podcast. Oh, the nine, the, oh, oh, well, right. The funny thing is, is like, 
once I started it, then I realized, oh, I guess I'm like tracking my life. I'm like telling my life story. And then suddenly I'm like, oh shit, like now I'm in it. Like I have to like keep going. <laughs> but um, like, regardless of what, like now I really, I'm committed to like talk about all the things like, and what the fuck is that? Like now I'm realizing that I'm telling a podcast about all my insecurities and my fears. Like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm talking about that. But um. 90s nostalgia um i mean wait i'm not quite sure what it you just mean. took me back to that because i grew up in the 90s so i just back mm -hmm. to where i was at that time all the things that you mentioned i don't maybe it's unintentional and that's that's probably uh, oh yeah it was completely unintentional because it's just like i'm just recounting my life experience that just happened to be in the 90s so i'm not even consciously being talk like talking about certain things in the 90s it's just it's just coming up one thing that i really loved about episode two which is uh or chapter two as you call it perfection there's so many things that happen in chapter two did you get there cody yet to chapter two uh, the name you have so many names that you were from i don't know whether they call you willie billy <laughs> Oh, my name. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a, I was re listening to it today just to prepare for today. And I remember listening to it, walking to the pier and laughing out loud at all of the names that you've come up with from really Willie Jerome Lacaz, which was the first to give a name, well, William name. Jerome um, Williams, which was your father's given name. Lacaz was your mother's maiden name. And then I love when you were walking mm -hmm. on to get your diploma, you decided to just change it to William Jeremy Lacaz, which I loved. Um, but we go from Alex, Alexander, Alec, which is hilarious when he says, and yeah, and, and you're such an actor anyway, but when you tell the whole thing, it's like, yeah, like, hello, it's always been Alec. It's Alec. It's Alec, what? Like, I think I would know my name. Laughing yeah. hysterically to when you pull in Dynasty and I'm going, oh, please don't go. He's not going there. And I'm like, where is he going with this? Like, <laughs> Carrington <laughs> is a name you come up with because, of course, everyone's going to call you Carrie. And you write or you say that it conveyed wealth and glamour. <laughs> yeah. But you also then, oh, I mean, my God. You know, it's so hilarious and I can totally relate to it too because there was a time when my middle name's Vincent and all of a sudden I was Vicente because I thought Vicente was like a little bit more cooler <laughs> and I totally what your podcast does is sort in a very entertaining yet you're the vulnerable one that's really sharing so much and we appreciate I so appreciate that but it does allow you to kind of reflect on your life too and I appreciate that so the name game thing is like brilliant. Cool. I, I mean, I love hearing you say that because honestly, that's really what I hope is that, you know, yes, it's my story and I'm just sort of like laying it all out there, but hopefully it is sort of like footprints for other people to be like, oh, where, how do, you know, if they're open to it, because it's not going to be for everyone because it's like not everybody wants to do the work to like look at themselves and like, 
really ask themselves those questions. Like a lot of people are not ready for that. They're not there. They just want to continue to like live in their dream and to be unconscious and to just stay on the programs. But so it takes a certain amount of awareness to even want to like do that, do the work. So I love hearing that people are, are ha having that, it's having that effect on people I love. And yeah, the name game, it's like, you know, that's where I was so like in my head, I was so like concerned about other people and how they, how I was um, perceived by other people and, and what my upbringing, how my upbringing had affected my thinking. And it just shows like sort of this, this sort of like crazy, um, you know, mental state that I was in. But at the same time, you know, we don't choose our names. And then, you know, we're just sort of like given this name that we're like, so on one hand, it was like, when you go shopping, you try on a few things, right? Before you Girl, decide- Girl, you tried a lot more than a few on so that thing I'll, on your lifetime, but- <laughs> if, I, if I was gonna change my name, if I was gonna change my name, I mean, I guess I would have to try on a few before uh, I yeah. chose one, right? Because I did try. I thought I didn't think I was going to change my name five times, whatever it was. I thought I was going to stick with Alex. I but then there was, was Alexander no, and Alec with a C, and Carrington, of course, yeah. would become Carrie. And yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I think it's. I'm sure Cody, you would agree. It's the brilliance of your show that um, you document in a really entertaining, but it really is curl up with a glass of wine or a cup of tea. It just flows, but a lot of us, you document how you came to this realization. It happened to be during the pandemic and, and during quarantine. And on April, you can actually document when you had that shift. A lot of us may not know when to look internally, but I think the brilliance of your show is that in listening to your story and how vulnerable and open you are being, that it's going to resonate with so many people on so many levels that we're all going to kind of think about, wow, hmm. And it's going to be different from your story, obviously, but you're the catalyst that's really getting us there. I don't know. Cody, what do you think? Yeah, 100%. Um, I also had a question about, like, you mentioned meditation. What other sorts of things could you do to actually address these, these traumas that you, that you see other people going through in yourself? Well, it's funny, um, the event that happened on in April where I had that, and then I ended up doing what's called like shadow work, which is going, which is confronting everything that's in your shadow. I didn't even realize I was doing that, um, but that's basically what it is. But that's actually was just the catalyst into the podcast. But the really what I wanted to talk about is how I got there, right? which was four years ago. So really the podcast is leading up to all the things that I'm telling is leading up to how I got to that place where one day I was like, I think I want to like listen to a meditation like this. That's what I'm leading up to. So like, that's what all this backstory is, is to, which was like four years ago. Um, um, I'm leading up to getting to that place where I was able to sort of step out of my dream. I'm not there yet, but in the story, but that's where I'm, I'm you know, that's where I'm heading. Um, and I forgot the other part of the question. What else do you, what else, what else do you suggest for people? What else do I do? 
Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, so I started with meditation and I started with, um, guided meditations. And honestly, the first thing I did was like a five minute guided meditation on YouTube. That's how I started. Like I, um, I just had an impulse one day to be like, Oh, let me look up a guided meditation on YouTube. And I found like a five minute, like start your day. So I put it before I got out of bed, I put my headphones in and it was literally just like all these amazing affirmations of like, they're not, they weren't like, you can do it. But it was kind of like that. Where I just felt, I, I, but I just felt really good. I was like, oh, wow, that, that just instantly changed my vibration. And so that was sort of the catalyst. And from there, everything snowballed. But I started with guided meditations on YouTube and um, five minutes. And then I just kept wanting to go longer and longer, 10 minutes and then 15 minutes and then 20 and then through these guided meditations, I discovered Abraham Hicks teachings. And then that took me to a whole nother level. And, um, and that's all about being vibrational and knowing what vibration is and understanding that thoughts and emotions are vibrations and that we can move vibration and what the law of attraction is, all of that stuff I got into. And then after, um, after a bit doing guided meditations, I just felt the impulse to like, oh, now I, I think I just need like to be on my own. And so then I started just doing um, um, meditations on my own without guided. Um, but Abraham Hicks actually suggests that you listen to like the sound of uh, an air conditioner just so that there's something White that noise. you focused on because you can't stop. You, yeah, you can't stop thoughts from happening. You can only focus on something else. So that's what the white noise, like the air conditioning was. So you're not think, sitting and thinking about what's going on in your head. You can focus on the sound of the air conditioner and kind of zone out because you're trying to get to this place, right, where you're not thinking about your body, the time, or your environment. You're trying to get into this place where you're just consciousness because when you start meditating, you start getting to that that place, that inner stillness, and you're not of this realm, meaning the environment and your thoughts and your body, that's when you can tap into, you know, whatever you want to call it, that quantum field, that higher, um, that non-physical intelligence, source, God, whatever it is. But that, it's reaching beyond the physical plane and get into that place where you can receive impulses and ideas and be open to them. Because when you're so focused on the physical realm and what you're doing and where you have to be and what you're wearing in your body and just everything physical, you're cut off from the inner realm and the inner world and any impulses and thoughts and ideas and things are coming at you all the time but you're so not focused there, you can't hear them. So that's why meditation is so great is because it's clearing all that stuff out so that you can really get quiet without all the noise and that so that you can sit with yourself and really feel where you wanna go and what you really want and those kinds of things. Sebastian Lacaz, I love it. It's called Chasing Happy. Um, when you have three chapters out right now, when does each episode drop? Because I wasn't familiar with that. New episodes every Sunday. Um, every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're on, uh, you know, my Patreon, they get exactly. Really we have a Patreon page. So tell us everything. Okay, so where can people follow you? 
and everything else? Um, well, you can follow Chasing Happy on Instagram at Chasing Happy the Podcast on Instagram. And it's also on Facebook, which is the same Chasing Happy uh, the Podcast on Facebook. And then I myself personally am on Instagram at LaCause, which is my last name, L-A-C-A-U-S-E underscore I am. So LaCause I am on Instagram. And then... Um, you can find Chasing Happy, and the title of the show is my name, Sebastian Lacaz, Chasing Happy. And that you can find on all major podcast platforms, on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, um, um, all of the major podcast platforms. And my Patreon is uh, backslash Sebastian Lacaz on Patreon. I love it. We will list all this on tagspodcast.com. Anything listed on Carrington, just so we know, in case there's like the others. <laughs> I mean, I want to follow no, all of no, your no. civil characters that you have because they all seem fabulous. It's so, you know, that's funny. I, there's, I'm connected with people on Facebook who, uh, who um, you know, who, Call me Alec. Like, well, hey, yeah, you know, because in the nineties, people were like, "Is it fucking Alex or is it Alec?" I don't know. Oh, it's Carrington. What? <laughs> hey, listen. My you name. can, can and you are, I and I love. I really, really love the show. It's it's riveting, and I listened to it twice. So but because at first you sent me them originally, and I listened to them, and then the first two, and then I'm like, you know, let me get ready for him being a guest. And I was like, oh my God, they're, they're really riveting. Congratulations, yeah. I much success to you. It's really gonna help a lot of people, including myself. So I appreciate it. Yeah, leading up to like talking about um, yeah. HIV and all I that. I could tell that was coming up at the, you, you do a really good job of setting up every episode and giving a, a nice, yeah. A little cliffhanger. I'm it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keep them, yeah, rope them in. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for letting me babble on about. I get to talk more on this than when we have conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so funny. That was so funny. I was listening to you talk about your date. The guy wasn't letting you talk, and I was like, "Oh, bitch, you don't like it because you." That's why I host three shows. And like, all right, I'm cutting you off. I think I have the ability to do that here. And right, Cody, we're done with her. Oh, I just love Sebastian. He has become such a good friend, and he's one of those friends. Do you ever have one of those friends that knows how to tease you and get you good? I know how to do the same thing to him as well. Well, we're those types of friends. And I love a friend that is creating things as well. I love my creatives. It's always fun to... And he's very inspirational, I might add. So check out Chasing Happy. Moving right along, I wanted to put back this interview that we did with Brian Bennett, who created the Portable Glory Hole, or portaglory.club. Find out in this next interview the inspiration for it, as well as how you can get $20 off. It's He created it. He's a builder type. I also love my builder types during the pandemic, and he's on to something. So check this out. Quick note on Brian. I met him in person because he actually gave me my own portable glory, Porta Glory. And we took a little walk 
socially distanced, couldn't be nicer, very handsome as well, and I really enjoyed meeting him. So anyways, here is extracted from episode 191 from Tags Live, our interview with Brian Bennett. Um, our special guest who just showed up right now. There he is. Say hello to Brian Bennett, who started what I call an ingenious contraption in this COVID pandemic, I'll argue. It's called the Porta Glory, portaglory.club. You can go or follow him at Porta Glory. Brian, welcome to Tags Live. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, Brian, it's a pleasure. Uh, I know. I want to hawk this, but I also want to get to the puberty nips because plus one, <laughs> plus one here. Yeah. yeah? For a wow. year, nobody saw me with my shirt off. Nobody saw oh. my nips for a year because they just, I was thin as a rail and just, they were the first things that just sort of popped. They popped like little turkey poppers, like, and they, I don't know, it was very uncomfortable. The turkey like thermometer that goes in the bullet. turkey? Yes. They just sort of, yeah, I don't know. And you know what's so interesting about that is that so many of us gay men that then are the ones that go off and take our shirts off at every club, bar, and that our straight hetero counterparts do not do take their shirts off as much as we do. And I'm talking general, but it's interesting that we have that. I just think we're so self-conscious about that. And we don't, would you buy our a children's book about shapes, sizes, and everything, <laughs> if we wrote it. Of nipples? I yeah, mean, and, yes. and dick size. and <laughs> True. Well, but I think maybe every guy goes in, goes through this and there's nobody talks about it, maybe? I don't know. Well, we're a coincidence. Three guys. Absolutely. Well, we have something to talk about. It's called The Port of Glory. You created this, like I said, in this pandemic. It's a, it's a glory hole, essentially that you created and tell us why you came up with this idea. And I know a lot had to do with guidelines that the New York health website came up with about sex in between walls. Can you talk a little bit about the inspiration? Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly it. I had, we had all already been in quarantine for three plus months in an early June, NYC health <clears throat> and Dr. Dimitri came out with the guidelines safer sex during COVID. And um, yeah, the section was, let's make it a little kinky. Um, exactly. Create, um, with your barriers like walls, uh, which we all, all of us gays knew that that was code for <laughs> glory holes. Um, and yeah, it just was dropped into the consciousness. And so just started sketching, just started thinking, yeah, you know, it'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great uh, to, uh, you know, suck some dick, um, to be honest. Uh, um, and maybe get mine sucked in the meantime as well. Uh, so, yeah, just started doing deep dives on the Internet and making a couple of prototypes and sharing with friends, and it evolved. Nice. Well, you know, one of my favorite things about people like yourself, you're an artist, you're creative. I think of myself often when I'm patting myself on the back as a creative person, but I'm more conceptual. I really have an admiration for people like yourself that can build with your hands and create. And I've always admired people like yourself. And you really took advantage of this time frame 
also with what you just spoke of, of guidelines of how to be safer in a pandemic. Did you always like glory holes and anonymous sex like that? Or was this just spoken with what was going on? All right. So, I mean, tons of fantasies and loved, well, the fantasy of it. Um, but also was, I, I, I mean, terrified to stick my dick through a hole where you had no idea what was on the other side. I mean, sorry, it's just that's, that's just what stopped me so much. I, there were a couple of scenarios, a couple of uh, clubs where there was the opportunity to experiment and that happened a little bit, uh, at least on maybe being the bottom more, which I think the glory hole bottom is the the sucker and the t glory hole top is the sucky. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I experimented with sticking my dick through the hole, but just with panic and no, 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 no. Like, I don't like what's, what's, what's on the other side. So, um, yeah, um, not as much practical uh, experience as, as maybe my fantasy life would wish, but uh, I saw this as an opportunity to, of course. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard, so swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Do things safer with COVID, but also to have a lot more control. Like you combine the port glory with the apps and you can control who's gonna be on the other side. Uh, you may not have met them, but you've exchanged a couple of things and um, you're on your turf or it's so portable that you can travel with it and mm -hmm. throw it up and there you are. Real quick, I wanna talk a little bit more about, we have some fun things that we wanna ask you about this, but explain to everybody how it actually, the contraption works and how you could travel with it. It fits in most doorways that we all have, correct? Right. And, but you can also customize it. Right, so if you were to go into ordering, you would pick either the regular size or which fits, doorways 30 to 40 inches, which is very standard. You could pick the slim, which 
cover some of the pre-war New York City, like bathroom tours and whatnot, uh, or we can do any size that you need. I'll, I've done one up to 52 inches so far, so, uh, and shipped that to Chicago, I think, so. I feel um, like we're looking at it behind you. Are I we? was going to say, I think That's I see right. it right behind you. Is it behind you? Wow. It is. We'll take a look at that, but this is how you receive it. There it's she just, is. I like a good pounds. receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just unfurls. And um, you've got a hole. And you've got two pretty heavy-duty tension rods. And this is a, this is a heavy-duty uh, nylon waterproof canvas. Okay. Um, it's perfectly in the upper head compartment on a plane when you're traveling. Fully. Fully. I love it. Yeah. People think you're an um, architect. We have an accessory like sort of a sport bag that you just throw it over your shoulder and off you go. Um, but I have it in the door here right now, which, oh God. Um, I love top it. to bottom. Nice. If you want to do a full bathroom stall fantasy, we've got a little space down there at the end, at the oh bottom. Oh my God, so I love it. Oh, for the, for the reach under. Okay. That's on, right. On, on, on cleaner floors too, that you freshly I mop. mean that I've, <laughs> From what I hear, that's what they—that's what that is for. <laughs> One of the things you were telling me, Brian, offline was that you you have you can secure it above tight, taut, and then you can also secure it on the bottom too. But you don't have to, right? Right. So, um, all right. Let's see if we can't. All right. Let's. Are you gonna? There we go. Can, do you, a, do you have a model that's going to on the other <laughs> I know, I know. I have regrets. I wish I did. But, I know. Yeah. Damn it. We're on this PG-13. We love you, Get Vocal. Sorry. Can we? Okay. After after the, the stream is done, can we get a demonstration is what I want to know. <laughs> I, I think in, in thanking you for yes. this opportunity, absolutely. All right. There you go, Cody. <laughs> These tension rods. And that's just... all for tonight's episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go. All right. No, no worries. So, right. So, you just open that up a little bit, uh, twist it so that it's a bit wider than your opening. Then that makes that nice and taut, and you can hold on to that a bit. And this one, you know, you can hang it loose so you can get through to the other side whenever you need okay. to. Because a lot of other sides of glory holes is like just a dead end of room. So, uh, and then once your your mates arrived, um, you can get right positioned back there, and you just tighten that up. Oh, okay, and um, and you are off to the races. All right, yeah. Brian. So you have to listen to my scenario that I have created on how this would work out. And I was thinking about this, and I get some of my most brilliant thoughts in my mind when I'm in the shower, and what I would, here's how I would make it work. I would find somebody on Scruff and say, hey, come over. And I'm being responsible and I want, I have a glory hole. And I would tell my doorman, yes, let them up. Well, I would say, I would not tighten the bottom of it. So I would say, come in to my apartment, go right across to my bathroom, which I would already have it up, but not the bottom, right? So just go underneath it like you were showing us there right. and then I would lock them in this way if I did it the other way around and I was behind my bathroom they could steal my shit in here and I'm not having mm. that 
This Wait way, a minute. You more... locking people in your bathroom? Well, I mean, not literally. <laughs> yes and no. I'm not, I'm not a psychopath. But the thing is, it's a good thing. All they have to do is go to my bathroom. They can wash their hands, which I think is they were on. Who knows where they were coming from? Wash your hands while you were in there. Pee if you have to. And then the show begins and I'll lock you in and we go. This way they're not out in my apartment. And then when we're done, I'll unlock it and go behind my bedroom curtain and they can leave. And that's how I no, would do it. It's also, brilliant. if you and, have and, to pee, you can pee into the bathroom and then clean it up, pee on them. I could pee on him, too, if I wanted to, yeah. right, on my side, if you're into yeah. that water sports. Because, right. Brian, I feel like we're on Home Shopping Network here, <laughs> that <laughs> it's clean. You can clean it, and there's a kit that you have. So let's just say if I was to pee on my guy, if a little yeah. bit of my pee gets on the thing, it's easily cleanable, correct? It totally is. Um, yeah, there's most likely you're going to get something on it with each encounter. So um, okay. you don't want to clean it. But the cleaning kit, um, actually, my shipment of stuff has arrived. So these things are really ready to roll. Uh, there'll be a spray bottle of, of antibacterial. There'll be a spray bottle of cleaning supplies and two cum racks. I mean, cleaning racks. So... <laughs> It's going to have everything. And you can, what I've done in a couple of uh, uh, dry runs or not dry runs um, <laughs> is that it also can just fit bum, bum, bum. tension between in like a hallway. So I've had, oh, yes. I just put it up in the hall. So they oh. walk in, they've got like three, they've got like three steps they take and they're just confronted with it. So okay. they don't get into you don't the have to do my whole. You don't have to do my whole Nancy Drew. Locking people in Locking the bathroom. People in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a kidnapping. <laughs> you can take the antibacterial hand sanitizer Tony, you had a question spray, for Brian. And you just place it out there for them to use when they walk in. The, the sanitizing spray. And they can just spray themselves. They can spray the portaglory and then... You're ready to go. Nice. Nice. So you mentioned a, a tote bag that you that you have on your website for purchase as well. Did you have any other products that you uh advert that you have on your on your website for for purchase? Uh the other ones are a pair of knee pads. I love knee pads the knee pads. For the long wow. session. I We've love had... a good knee pad. I, I need just... that for my life. <laughs> Well, I used to be a go-go dancer back in the 90s. Okay, laugh if you want. But they were critical to the job at hand to get the dollar sure. because we were really high up. And so when we would come down to see you all to get our dollars, we had to go on our knees. But they really, I love what they did to my knee. And I love a good knee pad moment. No, But they hot. work with this, yeah. They're hot, definitely. I'm wearing them in the street. I saw them, they're, they're gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I think that this is so ingenious and it can be such a great thing in this time frame and such a great Christmas gift too. Like yes. our, what's the word on the street that you've heard about creating the Port of Glory? Um, it's been the full range. I mean, just everybody's super supportive and think it's amazing. Um, and then a lot of my friends are just like, but it's not for me. And I have to challenge them on that because I just, 
I may have be somebody who may have said that myself, but uh, I think I think being in control of your use of this, it just becomes this amazing fun toy. Um, I actually had a prototype for a couple of weeks um, before I actually used it. Um, uh, and we were just sitting around one night, my boyfriend and I, and he's like, why aren't we using it? Why haven't we tried it? And I was like, you're right. And we put it up and it was just, it just was amazing to be completely and solely relying on sensations, body sensations, mm -hmm. and not the visual. Um, it was just, yeah. You were, you were speaking to the choir here. So yeah, <laughs> I'm all for that. And it's, I wish I knew about this before. I used to do this annual Christmas party and used to call it XXXmas party. And I made everybody show up in leather and it was super fun. I would have loved this and I can still get it myself, but I think it would have been, I did, I remember turning my kitchen into the red light district where I put red lights in there and I put a curtain mm. and people really got into it. And yeah, I'm definitely going to order one of these for sure because I have a, yeah. an, invite my friend over who has 10 inches that I think I need him to take pictures. That, yeah. Right. But <laughs> I'm just curious, you guys, um, have you, Cody and Brian, weigh in here on what's your, how do you guys feel about that kind of anonymous sex? Do you guys like that? Or have you never, has that been part of your repertoire back in the day or no? Cody, go. I, I am a fan. Let's just say that. I have, we've been to the club before yeah. and not necessarily knowing people's names is kind of a turn on to me. Yeah. I've, when you go to the bathroom, if somebody's just down on their knees, ready to, to, to give you a little, a little help getting, getting things done in there, then yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And Brian, recently I've been looking at a lot of porn online, like amateur porn and looking at anonymous, maybe anonymous or maybe they knew each other. I don't know, but beach sex or sex, two guys, it seems like maybe they met and one was in a car and the other one came up to him and sucked the other one off. Have mm -hmm. you always been sort of a fan of that kind of porn or, or engaged in that kind of activity? My fandom of porn topics is so wide. Um, have I engaged? I've definitely gone through waves. I am wildly, they're just periods of time where it's like, yes, 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 hot. Uh, and there are times when I want to cuddle up with somebody and, you know, hear oh, their life wow. story so, and everything in between. That's so cute. After I, I just talk about getting sucked off in the bathroom. <laughs> no, that happens I think too. <laughs> For those watching, they might want to know, are you single? Are you partnered up? I think you're partnered up, correct? I am partnered up. Um, and But from the get-go, uh, we are both a very sex positive people. Um, so uh, <laughs> in creating the Port of Glory, did you try it out on each other to see, oh, oh no, no, I got to make the hole a little bit lower, a little bit higher and test it out? Oh, uh, we definitely tested it out on each other quite a bit. Uh, and then finally um, uh, ordered in a couple of guys as well to just sort of see how that works. Oh. Um, because yeah, like um, I can 
I can throw in two holes. I can throw in four holes. I can, I also do like an extended hole. So it was, it was a lot of figuring out, yeah, some dimensions and how much is, yeah, all of it. Can you put Cody and I on the list for the next event? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that he said I can put in four holes. I, that's a dream of mine, actually. <laughs> if you can dream it, we can build it. Yeah. Okay. And have you built this or have you heard people or tried it out yourself with sex as well? In, in other words, fucking as well? Or is it strictly meant just to be oral in the glory hole situation? Um, I have definitely test run, um, yes, all of the sex. That, that was a rhetorical question, but yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are very fortunate in that our dicks are at about the same height as our asses. And they just, you can just hmm. 180 and present and yeah. I love it. And, Thank you, okay. Evolution. <laughs> Absolutely. And Brian, we want everybody to know that you do custom Porter Glories as well. And, and talk a little bit about that because everyone has a difference. You can take those orders on as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say like one in three of our orders has been a custom, um, right? The standard and the slim just has a fixed panel size, but we can make that panel just as wide as and narrow as, as anyone's need. whole. Right. I've had one person that's just like, I want my entire door covered. I don't want, and, and, and they don't want the, the stall fantasy opening below. There's so, always that queen out there that has yeah. to like, redesign the whole concept. It's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've got one that like I'm on email 16 with, that just keeps coming back with more questions. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Oh, Cody, sure. any questions, Cody, any questions or comments from our listening audience that we want to read out? Uh, JJ says glory holes are our life. Uh, <sighs> and then Twitter after dark concerning, uh, when we have our, our demonstration right after the live stream. So uh -huh. get ready for that. Okay, Brian. <sighs> and then Casey says that, you can now do your safer XXS Miss Party. So, okay. Steve, yeah. now you have the tool, the tool to to have a safer XXX Miss Party. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a DJ that does our theme song for our Tuesday show that we were talking about doing some new event in this COVID pandemic era and i think the portal glory would fit in and is djing so we'll see maybe there's something in the works for that we want to let everybody know that you can get your own porta glory you go to port portaglory.club c-l-u-b and Brian, yeah. Oh, thank you. Ooh, nice. nice. Oh. He was. He came. Oh, wait, do it again because I was really looking at the, the nipples in the chat. All oh, right. Yeah. No. See, they, they he gets distracted easy. Yeah. I, exactly. <laughs> Love it. And uh, Brian is giving. If you go to portaglory.club, as being a tags podcast listener, you can get twenty dollars off your order. I think these would make a great Christmas gift. Just put in your tags podcast listener right in the comment section, uh, yeah. or where? Where you, there's a slot where where'd you hear about us? Just put in tags. I love unintended, it. right? There's a slot, right? Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it, Brian. I want to thank you so much. I really, really 
commend you for creating this. I think it's so ingenious. At its, I always give props to people that can do something in tough times. This and this works with our sexuality and your. I just cannot praise you enough. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, you know responsible but fun and sexy as hell. So. And if people want to follow you, the best way is Twitter. They can go to at Porta Glory, correct? Yeah. Awesome. All right. We'll list everything on tagspodcast.com on how you can get it, including getting that $20 off of your order. I think it would be a great Christmas gift, a sexy Christmas gift, and safe practicing. Throw in a cleaning kit or some knee pads. Absolutely. I'll tie it up. I expect those under my tree, Steve. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We love it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Keep in contact. And we'll do. We'll, all right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Since we are in this pandemic, or just anyways, I think you should really consider getting the Porta Glory. Take advantage of that discount as well. You would be helping out a really cool guy and helping yourself out. So check that out. And finally, on this episode, I wanted to put back our sexy gift guide that myself, Jeremy, and Lincoln put together for you. A lot of these deals go right into the new year. So if you're looking for that last minute gift, we got you covered. But many of these, like I said, will be honored all into the new year. So or at least through January. So take advantage of that. Here is our sexy gift guide for 2020. Okay, it's time for our Christmas sexy gift guide or sexy inspired. We all have chose some things. What I have a few more than maybe like you, Lincoln. So let me just start with why don't we why don't I do two and then we'll go to Jeremy for two and then we'll go to you, Lincoln. Is that cool? That sounds great. Okay, so in this Christmas season, we're all trying to keep our moods up and my first recommendation that is a simple one if you have apple music or spotify or if you're in if your person really likes vinyl like myself get them the kylie minogue disco album i am telling you i was talking to a friend of mine cody and i watched her concert on TV uh, when she launched the album. She was so good. But I've always, like my best friend in San Francisco, liked her a song here or two. Actually, enough to produce a playlist, I would say. Like I could pull, I think I have a playlist called Kylie, and it's pulling from when she started up until recent. And I have enough songs to have a good playlist, but it was never enough to have a full-on album. Well, when she announced after her last country album, all right, she's not Dolly, and I'm not into country, that her next album was going to be disco, I was thinking, ah, (laughs) I am all about disco, and she does not disappoint. And it's not like she just took disco and just made it like, okay, is this 1978? No, it's actually pop-infused, it's modern electronica, with a disco, with a feeling of dance. And she was questioned, do you feel like you want to release this album that is called Disco in a pandemic when we're not going to the disco? And she said, I thought about that. 
And I said, yes, because whenever there is a time to dance, it would be now. And it's party for one. I've been having party for ones with this album from beginning to end. And I cannot say that about too many albums. It does conjure up a little bit of Confessions on a Dance Floor by Madonna and a few other things. Donna Summer. I just love it. It will make anybody feel good. You will dance by yourself with friends, family. And that's my first one. My second thing I want to tell you about is Manscaped. We, it's our sponsor here and you guys can get 20% off. Just use our promo code. Oh, what is, I have to edit this. What's our promo code? Um, tags. Oh, excuse me. Just use our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at checkout, and you'll get free shipping and 20% off. And they have this thing called the Perfect Package, which we all got. You get this travel bag, which is really nice, guys, right? It the is, travel yeah. bag. Yeah, it's it durable. is nice. The underwear that it came with, I love. It's actually cooling and keeps your balls cooling. And there's two products in there besides the main uh weed whacker three uh 3.0 which is amazing and the crop preserver ball deodorant i use every single time i get out of the shower it keeps my balls fresh and the crop reviver ball toner that i throw in my backpack when i'm running around town to spritz below there and that's also really good and excuse me it's the weed whacker 3.0 that's in there about manscaping so you can shave that ass like Jeremy likes it. <laughs> Those are the first few. I have some more things, but Jeremy, go. Okay, so mine are a little bit more broad. I found a a little uh, gift option on one of my favorite websites that I have so many things from, uh, CB2. So CB2 is a sister line to Crate and Barrel. So they're like a little bit more trendy and modern, and they have a gift guide section that has gifts for under $100. So in this section, you'll find plenty of essential oils, vases, you'll find headphones, throw pillows, uh, really cool blankets, cool coasters, and just a lot of fun gift ideas. Uh, the second one is a brand... And Jeremy, let me stop you on that one real quick, because yeah. I think right now... We're stuck in our apartments, and in a lot of cities, they're really shutting it down. I just turned a chair, like, 45-degree angle and opened up my apartment and took out a rug and replaced it with something else. Instant change, my mood change, and as we're all having to stay in our our houses, apartments, whatever, if we're lucky to have a house, I think it's so important. I love that idea. Yeah, it's definitely fun. They have a lot of cool options. Uh, some of them pricier than others. Some uh, a lot better uh, price-wise. They have really cool artwork, really cool, fun coasters. Pillows. And I love the pillows. And that's what uh, I've bought a lot of their pillows. I have a lamp from them. We've bought all of our plates from them. Uh, so they have just a bunch of cool options. And then the second one that I was going to let you guys know about was uh, Crafted London, which is a men's jewelry company that I own a bunch of jewelry from. And it's really great pricing. And a lot of it is stainless steel, which I really like because it doesn't tarnish. So uh, for oh. example, they have a lot of pendants and bracelet sets. 
that are on sale at the moment for $80 for a bracelet and a necklace. And they're really cool chain sets as well. And then they also have medallions and pendants. So they have a lot of cool options. They're really great price point and a lot of them are made out of stainless steel so you can wear it all the time and it doesn't tarnish so that's another another uh great gift idea i love it i love it and all of these will be listed on tagspodcast.com so check that out lincoln go so my first one is a very close friend of mine his name is brad and he started a greeting card company called seasons breedings <laughs> and this is going to be the gayest one that we all feature because it <laughs> does not cost a lot of money. These cards, what they are, are their hand-done graphic greeting cards that are very, very, very gay. And I have received almost every one of Brad's cards from Peter, my boyfriend. He found this online before I even introduced him to Brad telling him that he was a close friend of mine. And he does things like Christmas tree butt plugs and dildo (laughs) menorahs and like snowmen getting stoned. And again, they're all just greeting cards. So it's not a lot of money. He, uh, he's doing a, a, a discount for tags uh, podcast member tags oh. twenty. You'll get twenty percent off everything. Tags twenty. Yeah, tags twenty. It's in the the thing I sent you, so you could post it on the website yep. or post it on. And if you want to skip the discount and give him a little extra money, because we're all you know little niche companies like this are trying to survive. And the thing I love about Brad's uh, greeting cards is you will not find them anywhere else. And they're so inventive and clever. And if you're into a particular fetish, uh, you could definitely find a card for that fetish on his website. And he sells them on Etsy and they're easy to get. And he is one of the most creative and brilliant people that I know. We've designed things together in the past and I cannot rave about him enough. He's the best. I love that. And I'm going to be ordering some of them because in this time where I'm not seeing a lot of people in gift giving, I'm going to be sending a lot of these cards. And I think they're going to be, this is a year, you know, a lot of times you have your people like my mom that reads her cards and everything and and puts them up on the mantle. But this year, I think if you send a card to somebody, they're going to treasure it. They're going to read what you wrote inside. It's going to be up for a while. And I love that. Um, I wanted to tell you, I got this gift. I'm wearing this hat. My former trainer told me about it's Melon, Melon, M-E-L-I-N. I I actually got one for Jeremy for his birthday. Yes, it's so cool. Aren't they so cool? What I love about these hats is that they figured out a hat that doesn't stain. They're breathable. They have this Thing in, something in them, I will post it on Tag's podcast, that doesn't stain. Like I've had hats before that I tried to work out in and then wore, to, work, uh, wore as fashion. And it's stained and it's like gross. These actually have antimicrobial built into the forehead area. So you don't sweat. In, uh, you can sweat, but it absorbs. And it doesn't stain. And I love that. The fit is amazing. They got great styles. I got Jeremy the Melon Hydro, which is designed for outdoor enthusiasts who want a hat that they can wear to the beach, the mountains, and everywhere in between. 
built with hydrophobic technology on our crown panels to prevent water absorption. And it's they've got moisture wicking lining and an antimicrobial sweatband like I told you about. And the hat that I got Jeremy, actually, if he goes out running, will it's a reflective camo that will come out. So you were telling oh, me, Jeremy, cool. that if you're running it's dark and so it will illuminate and it will reflect and so you will not get run over by a car which is awesome <laughs> yeah but it's but i was watching this thing on them and i have been wearing this hat i almost threw away all my other hats i'm addicted to this brand right now because you can work out in them you can sweat in them and they're so stylish that you can then wear them like stylishly yeah and right now you can get a free three hat traveler which carries three hats i think you got it jeremy yeah the carrying case which is really cool for when you travel with a bunch of baseball caps which i do all the time i mean and they get when smushed. I travel yeah so this is great so you can get um and get 10 percent off as well i will put, it's melon m-e-l-i-n.com again will be on the website and i have to tell you about pure or excuse me um, edit, edit, edit. I have to tell you about Porta Glory. The, he was uh, Brian Bennett was on our show. It's a portable glory hole that you just. I just put it up the other day in my bathroom. It's so easy to put up. It's adjustable. It's got the glory hole. You can have somebody in and just be oral with them. It comes with these really cool instructions and he writes on there congratulations your personal portable glory hole has arrived and the timing is perfect he writes in response to the global mandate to social distance during the pandemic this timeless pursuit is experiencing a renaissance due in part to public endorsements issued by the new york health and the canadian cdc um he writes, whether you're a seasonal glory hole lover or you're exploring new ways to get off during these crazy times, whether you're giving or receiving glory hole sex is and always has been just plain hot. Time to put it up, invite a friend or five over and whip <laughs> it out. Go to portaglory.club, C-U-L-B, mention tags, and you'll get a discount on your order, again, on tagspodcast.com. Jeremy, what else do you got for us? Um, what was my other gift? So I also included, so if anyone knows me, they know that I love everything all black. My whole bedroom, everything is black. So there's a, a website that literally sells every single thing you could think of in black. So it's uh, spelled oh. B-L-V-C-K.com. And they have a really sexy men's collection of all black gifts. So that includes oh. mugs, basketballs, so there. leather, uh, anything. It, there's just a bunch of really cool stuff. They have black throws, black hoodies, black baseball caps, and everything is black. And it, it just has a lot of cool options. And I love just anything black and everything black and i find black is super chic and i just love it in the winter i love it in the summer and it's just a really cool website that i came across it's kind of my uniform these days anyway that and army green and i feel like in times of war or times like we're in pandemic that i walk down the streets in my uniform i'm not sad and depressed 
I'm just, this is what I'm wearing. It's all black or it's all <laughs> army green. It is just who I am. I don't look yeah. up a lot. Again, I'm not depressed and sad, but it, I'm going to that site. Lincoln, lastly, what do you got for us? I'm doing my own, the Protein Bakery. If you guys can order the gift of Protein Bakery to send to somebody, um, everything I'm What's doing What's your cutoff these days, date to get people to send? Um, because- you could actually, you uh, up to like three to four days, depending where they are. So we're baking really small batches right now with the pandemic. We've only done, always done that, but now they're a little smaller. So everything's super fresh, super um, healthy, as much as you want. We have keto-friendly stuff. The pumpkins are going to be gone soon. And we do a bulk box where you pay for 11, you get 12. You put them in the freezer, they last three months. So you can have one brownie every Sunday and not ruin your diet or your regimen. I love that. I'm so doing that. That's my plan right now. <laughs> yeah. I love, I have the breakfast cookie by the Protein Bakery. My friend Gregory Nalbone, I can mention his name, who has so many followers. We are like obsessed with the breakfast cookie. But there's so many of it. And I know you've told me before, and a lot of people, I don't know if it's a big seller. It happens to be my favorite, Blondie. It's the lemon white chocolate chip. Yep. That Blunt. used to it's, be just a seasonal in the spring, but it was so favorite. popular that we now do it year round. For a lot of us that aren't chocolatey and nutty, but we love right. the combination of lemon and we're white chocolate fans, this is like everything. It's, it's really good, right? And I know you love them, Jeremy, too. I right? love the blondies and I love them heated up in the microwave with a little bit of ice cream. Yep. If, you, oh, okay. if you heat them in the microwave and then put them in a cup, you can mash them in a cup and pour a little milk or almond milk on them and eat them with a spoon. That's another way, a great way to do it. And in your morning protein shake, you could drop half of a peanut butter brownie into your protein shake and it doesn't taste like a typical protein shake. It kind of perks it up. I want to thank you for listening and again, wish you, however you're celebrating, a very happy holiday season. I know it looks different. We want to thank you for being a part of our community here at Tags Podcast. Be sure and follow us on social media. We're on all the platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all with at Tags Podcast. So, Check us out and follow us there. We've got some new things coming your way with our Patreon community, revamped, renewed with all new sexy perks that I think you're really going to want to join that community and check it out. And we will tell you more about that in the next couple of weeks. And join me next week when I have another best of 2020 where I pick two more interviews that really made an impact on me. Happy holidays, wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance, but keep it sexy, and I'll talk to you soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, 
triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.